Hey everyone, Mario Barecki here, and I am known as the Conversation Guy. I'm also the founder of MediaMar, and at MediaMar, we help thought leaders craft and distribute conversations that convert. I believe everything starts with a conversation. I believe conversations are the most powerful way to create connections, to create relationships, and to create opportunities with each other. So everything has a basis in conversation. And on this podcast that you're about to listen to, I'm going to have 10-minute conversations with thought leaders to do just that, create relationships, create opportunity, but more importantly, to convey value, value from them and their perspective and how they operate on a daily basis, and to really tell a story that can bring some value and positivity tips, tricks, ideas, what have you, to your life to make it better. So sit back, relax, buckle in. It's going to be a wild ride. I know those things don't quite go together. Sit back, relax, and buckle in. But it's going to be a lot of fun, and we're going to get the conversation started right now. And as always, don't forget, if you like what you hear, please rate and review our podcast. I'm super excited to have a very special guest here with us today. We were just laughing and talking about different pronunciations, as you can imagine. Because actually, it's funny because her first language is actually Spanish, but she speaks. I would, I never, I wouldn't even have known when we first started talking. She speaks English so fluently and beautifully, and uh, so we were just laughing about my last name because it is kind of funny. But Sylvia Worsham is here, and she is a survivor. She's surviving pul- surviving pulmonary embolisms on Easter Sunday morning in 2012 was the turning point that she used to trade off her multiple award-winning career in pharmaceutical sales with Pfizer and her life of survival as a single mom to become the Turning Points coach and keynote speaker that she is today. Since surviving, she has been a conscious entrepreneur who is passionate about helping professional women who find themselves at a crossroads navigate change with more clarity and purpose. She does this through her masterminds, coaching packages, conditioning programs, keynote speeches, Focus Friday video series, and Let's Get Raw and Real show available on her YouTube channel. She's currently writing her first book on how turning points are life-changing, and uh, she's in Austin, Texas with her husband and two children. You can find more about her at her website, which is sylviawarsham.com. So go there, check that out, connect with her across all social media. Those links you can find in the show notes as always. Sylvia Warsham, welcome to the show. Thank you so much. It's great to have you. How's, uh, how's everything going in your world these days? Well, I have a five-year-old and a 15-year-old, and, and you know, as, as a mother and an entrepreneur, we've got that balance going on. So overall, it's lots of crossroads and changes going on. So perfect timing for the book. The world is a crazy place. And congrats on the book, by the way. It's always a huge, huge accomplishment. And I love the idea of turning points. So why don't you uh, tell us a little bit about that, about where you came up with that idea and how that became a real focal point of your coaching career? You know, interestingly enough, it happened as soon as COVID hit. Uh, When COVID hit, I saw it as more of an opportunity uh, to explore my purpose in life, really. And it all started uh, in, in writing the book. When I started writing the book, the whole premise behind the book was a significant prompting I got from God. And I had been getting this prompting since 2007, mind you, but I'd been putting it off out of fear and doubt. And I think most of us is the what ifs of what if nobody reads this book? What if I'm not good enough? What if it doesn't provide value? All these what ifs came up for many years. And finally, when COVID hit, I just said, you know what? I think it's time to put these experiences on paper, because a lot of women had approached me and said, how did you do it? How did you uh, get your ever after? I want what you have. 
you know, your secret sauce. And I'm like, well, I think that's where that kind of came up that way. And I myself had gone through so many turning points in my life that I figured, you know what, I think this is where I'm truly gifted in helping women navigate, especially mothers. That's a, that's a great story. You know, it's so interesting to me. And when I hear, as I hear you talk and tell your story, uh, you said that you were prompted by God for this. And I think we're all prompted to do different things in different ways. But you said you were prompted in what, 2012? And you didn't act on it. Was that correct? 2007. 2007. So even yeah. further back. So you were prompted a long time ago. And now that you sit here and you've taken action and this has come to fruition, you can look back and say, hey, I've been being prompted for this long. I think a lot of us, and I'd love to hear your take on this, we get prompted for certain things, but because of the fear that you mentioned, because of the what ifs, because of the doubt, we spend time convincing ourselves that maybe I'm not being prompted, maybe I'm not hearing it correctly, maybe uh, I, I have confusion around this. So this whole process of discernment, of discerning, what's my next move, where am I supposed to go? I think we hear it and we know it, but it takes us time to accept it. And then once we accept it, we go back and go, oh, I was hearing this the whole time. I just had to work mm -hmm. through those, that, those feelings to get to the point where I could actually trust and take action. Yes. And I'm, I'm where, where I found that really holds people back it are those limiting belief systems. That's what holds us back. That's what's in the driver's seat of our actions or lack thereof of action. Because if you have a limiting belief of I'm not enough, then that is going to lead to thoughts and feelings. And we act as human beings, we either react to feelings or act on them, depending on which side we're hailing from. So if we're hailing from the fear side, we're going to react to a situation. If we're operating on the empowered state of affairs, then we are acting out of love. And in the now is where God exists. If we're, if we are, if we are operating in the past zone, then um, um, the past, then, I, then that is definitely where um, we're going to get stuck. That's where fear exists in the past. In the future, God is not there. In the present, God is there. And that's a great distinction. It's so interesting because I think a lot of times we either are talking ourselves into something or out of something, but we hear something that's prompting us or we see, we feel something that's prompting us. And then instead of going, okay, this is interesting. Let's work through this and figure out what this is. We begin to have this self-talk depending on our beliefs and we're either mm -hmm. talking ourselves into it okay. or out of it, most okay. often out of it. And then we, you know, we move on and we do something else, but then it comes back because if it is a true prompting, we can ignore it for a time, but it's going to come back, right? Oh, it's going to come back. It, it keeps coming back because remember, if there that God wants you to learn, it's going to keep coming back. There is something he wants to equip you with, and you have failed to learn that lesson yet. So the lesson will keep coming back in, in those crossroads you are experiencing in life. And there's always the question that I always ask myself, and I even ask the readers in the book, um, what is the lesson? What is the opportunity that I am learning from this particular crossroads in my life? What is it that God is equipping me with? Because only God knows what's coming. We don't know what's coming up. We just, it, once we trust, you know, in 
not knowing how, but rather trust in him directly and step into uncertainty, then the path becomes clearer. But it's until we take that action step that the path then starts to clear up. But a lot of people stay back and they stay certain in their fear. And that's the challenging thing, because and as you alluded to earlier in our conversation, you talked about God is in the present, right? And so the funny thing is when we're prompted to do something, usually we're prompted on just the next step. God doesn't typically reveal the whole picture right away. He's, <laughs> he just gives you one step at a time. And you have to, you use the word brilliantly again, trust that this next step is the next step I'm being prompted to take. I don't know where it's going to go. I don't know what what it's going to be, but I know I'm supposed to do this. So I'm just going to go do it, step out in faith. And then from that point, when you do that and you let go, then he'll reveal the next step. And then you have exactly. to do it again. And then the next step and the next step. It, you know, A lot of us get stuck, I think, where we're like, I know what the next step is, but I don't see the whole picture. And it's hard for me to act without knowing what's going to happen. It's that uncertainty that we also talked about, <laughs> right? And so we we talk ourselves in and out and we stay stuck and then we say, I'm stuck. And it's like, you got to hit what to your phrase, to your, your uh, words, that turning point where we're like, okay, I'm going to go do this. I don't know where it's going to go. I don't know what's going to come of it, but I feel like I'm supposed to do this. And I believe if we do that, it may turn into something. It may not, but either way we learn something. Absolutely. And, and that's absolutely the case. And sometimes God uses our choices, like he used my choice in pulmonary embolism to shift me. You know, he, I was a very stubborn child of God. I, I kept saying no to his promptings and kept wanting to live life my way instead of his way, which is when we co-create with the divine, life gets so much easier. So, so much easier. You're done. You're done. You're done. Uh, life gets way easier to to co-create once you step in with faith. Um, so that's that's the gist of it. One of the distinctions I'd like to make too there is when you say life gets easier, and I agree with you 110%, when you use the word easier there, or when I use it, I don't mean without challenge because I think a lot of people think that if you're doing it together and it's easy, there's not going to be any challenges. It's just going to be a breeze. That's not the case. Sometimes it gets really challenging, oh, but it, things happen with more ease. They don't sit still typically. You don't feel stuck because you're moving in a direction. So that ease of progress, that ease of momentum comes, but it doesn't mean there's not going to be challenges because a lot of times when God's pushing us somewhere that we don't typically feel we want to go, it's because we know there's going to be a challenge there. We know something's going to come up we're going to have to face. And it's typically in that challenge that we learn the lesson that he wants us to learn. Oh, yes, that's definitely the case. Uh, and that's why I say the main thread in my book is l turning points are life changing. It's it's a matter of perspective. Honestly, you can view it. It's your focus that matters. If you're vi viewing it through the lens of a victim of this is happening to me, as opposed to this is happening for me, then that's where you're going to stay stuck in that victim mode. Whereas if you choose to say, well, I'm focused on where the lesson or where the opportunity is for me to learn something, then that turning point is life changing and life changing to where you start to walk down the path of of what brings you fulfillment and happiness, the definition that you're seeking, because all the answers you're seeking are inside of you. All of them. It's not 
I think most people get stuck with that. Like they they start picking lives that uh, built on others' expectations of them as opposed to what truly fulfills them. And as a coach, this is something that I coach a lot on is to tap into that authentic voice that that pro- those promptings to quiet the mind to actually hear the whisper of God because he's not going to shout he's going to whisper oh yeah he whispers and but but in that whisper the other thing I'll say is you know because I've done a lot of work on this on discernment and listening to God and going where he wants you to go I've really that's been a focal point of mine for a long time and I've learned that God you're right he whispers but he always speaks with complete clarity and certainty Oh yeah. He doesn't he doesn't, God doesn't play with you. He doesn't, you know, give you these unclear ideas or say, well, maybe this or that. No. He it's very clear and it's very on point. And, you know, the closer the more you try to listen, the more you that's why I love prayer and meditation. I mean, prayer is mm-hmm. talking to God, meditation meditating to me is listening for his response. And the more you do that, the easier the better your hearing will get, so to speak. And then you can start to hear those little whispers and when you hear them, they'll begin to come through loud and clear. You just oh, have absolutely. to put yourself into place to have the intention and the desire because, you know, what I, I really believe too that these promptings that we get, what we want and what God wants are the same thing. He designed us to desire closeness to him, to desire living within his will, and we're going to find joy and peace in that. But sometimes it's hard to find because the world gets in the way. And we absolutely. hear, like you said, people's expectations, what the world says is right or wrong, what the world says is good and bad, what the world says a life should look like or whatever. So we got to listen to those promptings and listen to that inner voice and try to amplify it as much as possible and then have the faith and the certainty to step out and follow it. Absolutely. And and I'm with you on the point of have the intention and create that space for yourself. In fact, this is what I do in my own practice of, of setting myself up mentally, a mental health tip that I'll share here is put on your oxygen mask first, ladies, (laughs) because when you do, then you can be there for the people in your life that you truly care about. And what I do every morning at 5 a.m. when my alarm clock goes off is I wake up, first thing, get my cup of coffee, meditate 15, 20 minutes, and then I journal. And I just, this is the way I communicate with God every single morning is through my writing. And that's why the the book came out in the way it did. Uh, and there's a, an enormous spiritual component to the book where when you said that you meditate on certain scripture, well, I have scripture embedded in some of the tips I provide, depending on the lesson that that chapter reviewed. So if the lesson is in vision, then I'm going to pull scripture out that talk about vision and examples. Oh, that and then prompt people to do that. That's awesome. I I love the tip and journaling so important. I think, you know, scripture is so important because that's God's word for us believers. And that's the way he talks. So when you get familiar with the way God talks, I also believe it's very important. And I like to do it this way is to read scripture out loud so I can actually hear it. Not so I don't I don't care if other people hear me or not. That's fine. (laughs) It's not going to bother them. And if it does, that's not on me. That's them. But I, I typically sit in my room and I read it out loud so I can hear it because that's how God talks. And so when I start to hear those promptings, if it if it sounds like him because I've heard him because I read his I read his word out loud, if it sounds like him and it's in line with his teachings within scripture, then that's a pretty good indicator that it's God talking. 
Absolutely. Yeah, and everybody has their own way of tapping into his voice. Uh, and you know when. Um, I've had full-on conversations with him. <laughs> In the middle of the night, you know, when everybody else is asleep uh, and even had a conversation with him as I was experiencing the pulmonary embolisms the night before I walked into the hospital. So it it he speaks very clearly and you don't even know where it comes from. You just know that it's something you must act on immediately. And I did. And it saved my life that night. So I'm very grateful for that second chance because I was I was really not expected to survive. Well, Sylvia, I'm glad you're here. Thank you so much for everything you shared. Act with haste. I love that. That's a great message. And uh, I can't wait to bring you back on, on the next episode so we can pick up the conversation because you've promised to come back for round two. I want to remind people, sylviawarsham.com is where they can go find you, connect with you across all social media. They can find your links in the show notes. Sylvia, thanks so much. I'm looking forward to picking it up on the next show. Thank you so much, Mario. Hey, everyone. I want to sincerely thank you for listening to the podcast. It really means a lot to me. Conversations are what I thrive on. It's something that I believe is so important for each and every one of us to have conversations that matter, to have conversations that connect us, to create relationships with each other. So the conversation that I have with the guests that are on the show, the conversations that the guests and I create to have with you are equally important and a great way for you to have conversations with us is to rate and review the podcast. So if you could go to Apple Podcasts, go to wherever you listen to your podcasts and rate and review this, it is much appreciated. And you can always find us at MediaMario.com. If you go to MediaMario.com, you can find all the things there. If you want to connect with the guests that I had on today or guests that I've had on the show in the past, you can go to MediaMario.com and get their information. If you want to connect with me and have a conversation with me, I welcome that. All my social links everywhere that you can find me all over the web is at MediaMario.com. So go there, visit us, connect with us. I'd love to have conversations with you. I hope you found value in today's show, and I can't wait to bring you the next conversation on the next episode of The Conversation Guy. Until then, have a wonderful day, and we'll talk to you real soon.